This episode of Rick and Rick Rule the World is brought to you by Taskin, the first name in premium quality travel gear with slim, stylish gear like the Taskin Edge professional laptop backpack for business and travel. Order now at TaskinSF.com. Next up on an all new Rick and Rick. KFC rolls out vegan fried chicken. Netflix hit sex education is whispering sweet nothings in your ear. Lucky Charms and Cinnamon Toast Crunch are now part of a well-balanced binge. Plus, Burger King's Moldy Burger, loaded questions, and a whole lot more. And it all starts right here, right now. On the one show where everybody loves a good Rick measuring contest. (laughs) And everybody rules the world. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Rick and Rick Rule the World. I'm Rick Matheson, and I am joined, as always, by the coca to my cola, the doctor to my pepper, the mountain to my dew, Rick Wooten. (laughs) How the hell are you? good i'm good i uh i I was just telling you a little bit ago i'm recovering from this flu uh it was it was absolutely crazy i i think i got hit by a twofer uh i think i had a sinus infection going and got a flu on top of it so it took days and days to recover with a whole lot of antibiotics Man, that sucks. Well, you know, as I've told you a million times, it used to be October and Jan- and the first week of January, like clockwork, I would be sick. Not this year. This year, knock on wood, I've avoided all of that so far. So very unusual right for me. On. So I'm feeling for you. Well, you see, that's the weird thing is uh, if, if you know me, you know that I hardly ever get sick. And if I do get sick, I'm out like a day, maybe two, like two days, I'm really sick. Uh, this was a week. I literally had to take a week off of work. And then even then, I, I we had the extra day this week. And uh, I, I used every bit of it to, to kind of recover. When I get sick, I'm sick. So I don't normally get like the, the little stuff. But when I get floored, I get floored. So uh, no fun at all. But I, I'm glad you're starting to feel better. We have all the latest on marketing, media, tech, and pop culture today. And that includes the latest scuttlebutt about Stranger Things Season 4, KFC's Vegan Fried Chicken. Chicken and a whole lot more. So let's get cranking here. All right. The trailer for Stranger Things Season 4 has dropped and it lit up the internet. Among other things, we learn that Chief Hopper is indeed alive. We'll remember from the Season 3 finale, Chief Hopper appeared to have been blown up in that reactor explosion that closed the portal to the Upside Down. And then we saw that post credit scene where we're at this Russian gulag of some kind and somebody references a prisoner that he calls the American. There's a whole contingent online that theorized that it was Dr. Brennan, Eleven's dad. Dad from, right. uh, from season one. From this trailer, at least, or it suggests Topper did go through the portal and somehow landed in Russia. I'm so excited. You know, I'm a big fan of the show. So I think like most people, I was not surprised that Hopper was still alive. So uh, the interesting thing is going to be finding out how it is that he he's still alive and in Russia. Right. Yeah. So we're we're going to we're going to find that out. And as you remember, when the, the scene opened up in the trailer, uh, they were they were actually working outside on presumably a railroad, uh, repairing a railroad or something like that. And and we and when we got to see Hopper, we got to see that he actually looks a little bit different. Yeah. Uh, his facial hair is gone. In fact, all the hair in his head is gone. And uh, honestly, he looks a lot worse for wear. He he doesn't look like the transition to Russia was an easy transition. It's not the club med Russia. No. And so it's going to be interesting to find out how he got there and what's going on and uh, how he gets out and gets back to town. Yeah, you know, I saw a couple of theories online. There are theories, one, that it's actually not Russia. It 
is the upside down that we're seeing there. And two, that Hopper has Eleven-like powers this season. Um, if you remember in that finale, Eleven had lost her abilities. And when we see Hopper in this trailer, he's just as bald as Eleven in season one when he first rescued her. And so some people are theorizing that her powers went with him. Although I, I don't know why it would have to go from her to him because she got her powers in the upside down too, right? I mean, it was not like yeah. she was born with them, right? Yeah, no. I, I Actually, I don't know. They, they really did, haven't outlined how she got those powers. So you could be right. She may have gotten from the upside down, but you know, just as likely she could have been born with them. It's going to be fun to see. So that is season four of Netflix's hit series, Stranger Things. You know, I saw this, I think it was literally on TV, and uh, it, it, it's this website that apparently is partnered with a whole bunch of B and C uh, <laughs> uh, celebrities. And uh, for the price of 50 to $400, they'll actually record a video for you and send it to somebody uh, on their birthday or, you know, a special occasion or what have you. It is kind of a, a descriptor of the world that we live in where everything has become so commercialized that even the actors will take five minutes to record a video and, and send it over for the right price. So I, I, I was tracking up about it. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, it's funny. So they've got Debbie Gibson here. I like in the search window, it says, you know, try Brett Favre or, or Real House. Housewives. Yeah, these are definitely B and C listers here. It's it's kind of an interesting idea. I don't know. I will tell you, I made I got major points with my wife a couple of years ago. She's got this show she liked at the time, Playing House, and it's, it's a comedy. And so the actresses had a Twitter feed, and so I I asked them, Hey, my wife is a huge fan. Would you be willing to do a shout out on her birthday? It's coming up. And sure enough, they did. And God, I got so many points. So maybe cameo is a good idea for folks. You know, I, I again I. Just think, I think it's just kind of funny. You know, if there's somebody on there that, uh, you know, you have a friend or loved one that's interested in, like, you know, they're excited about, you know, a, a particular musician or, you know, a YouTuber. There's actually a ton of YouTubers on there. Uh, you know, you could, you could, you know, for a low price. Some of the ones surprise me, you know, 50, 60 bucks. Uh, you know, they'll take five minutes out to, to send them a, a video. Maybe we should be on Cameo. <laughs> I don't think we're popular enough for no, that. I think we're probably we, we, might, we might have to pay them to let us do a, a exactly. you know, a video to their loved ones. Okay. Also worth checking out is Rick and Rick's The Good, The Bad, and The Marketing, which is coming up after this short break. So hang in there. Hey, Rick and Rick Nation, don't forget to check out our website at rickandrick.com. It's double the Rick in just one click at rickandrick.com. Welcome back to Rick and Rick Rule the World. This is Rick Matheson and Rick Wooten. And it's time for the good, the bad, and the marketing. All right, first up, KFC's vegan fried chicken is officially a thing. USA Today has a report out that KFC's new plant-based Beyond Fried Chicken, they did this test at one Atlanta location and it sold out in less than five hours. And I guess now they're expanding it, this test to 70 locations in, I guess, Charlotte, North Carolina, Nashville, Tennessee. I doubt it's finger looking good, but even if it's like one joint looking good, I'm interested in trying this, Rick. <laughs> I want to try it. You know, I, I've been kind of conflicted on this, right? So we've got the Impossible Burger. Now we get the Impossible Chicken or whatever it is. And, you know, my first reaction is like, just eat the chicken. Just eat the burger. However, I, 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 was, I was talking with somebody about this. And it was like, you know what? 
we eat fake cheese all the time. I mean, yeah. my my favorite mac and cheese is Kraft's mac and cheese. Right. They're not sponsoring this, but I love Kraft mac and cheese. There is no real cheese in that. Like it is powder. It is you know, and you know, you think of Twinkies, you think of Ho Hos, you think of like these are these are not really good quality you know, healthy products. Uh, so why wouldn't we take a chance on fake chicken and, and fake beef? So I'm, 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 com I'm coming around. I'm, I'm coming around to, you know, like, you know, hey, let's give this a try. And, you know, presumably it's a, it's supposedly a little bit healthier or at least better for the environment. So uh, I'm willing to give this a try. But this sounds a little bizarre. I mean, you know, KFC having vegan fried chicken. I mean, we're not talking vegetarian. We're talking vegan. Right. Uh, that's just a whole different level. And that, that to me, just sounds bizarre. If it is able to approximate that extra crispy outer layer I, on KFC stuff, I, I definitely want to try it. Yeah, I'm definitely willing to give it a try. I mean, and kudos to KFC for for taking a big risk here. I mean, chicken is their thing, yeah. and you know they're they're actually testing the idea of a chicken free chicken. So, I mean, that's pretty gutsy, and and kudos to them for trying it. Went from KFC vegan fried chicken now. Burger King is marketing using a moldy Whopper? What the hell? Yeah, this is this is equal parts interesting and disgusting. You know, the the idea is that Burger King, uh, you know, much much like the story we just told with KFC, is trying to say, hey, look, we're we're doing our part to try and make the food as healthy as possible. So we're removing all preservatives. And so what they've done is they do this uh, this time lapse showing a Whopper over 34 days and oh. what happens as it grows, I guess is how you would say it nicely. And uh, yeah, it is it is absolutely disgusting. But apparently, uh, there there is some precedence for this being a good thing. I, I guess is they aren't the first one to come up with this kind of idea, and um, they're trying to show that you know we're we're not putting a bunch of poison in your body. Instead, we're giving you like real food, and as you know, real food molds. And so they're they're showing that off. And so anyway, so they've got they've got this thing slowly rotting over the course of 34 days and in the background they've got uh dina johnson's 1959 hit what a difference a day makes so you know they got a little sense of humor about the whole thing and i and i saw this on cnn and i just thought this was just kind of crazy and over the top but if it works you know power to them if you remember I think it was during the Super Bowl or maybe right around the Super Bowl, we were talking about how Coca-Cola was doing advertising without the Coke brand. It was right. a Diet Coke and it was very clearly a Diet Coke, but there was no nothing that said Diet Coke. And we had seen other brands do that. Well, you know, uh, step in, there's more and more brands doing this. And this uh, particular article from Adweek uh, is is actually kind of highlighting McDonald's. Yeah. And so McDonald's has jumped in the game and uh, they have these billboards and magazine ads and things like that, where they actually list just the ingredients of what's in there, the right color palette, and just by looking at it, you know exactly who it is. You don't see, need to see the golden arches or even see you know, a picture of the, the actual uh, food that they're talking about. You know that it's McDonald's just from what they're showing there, which is pretty impressive. Yeah. One interesting thing. So when we were talking about that Diet Coke advertising without the logo, what you saw was that sort of curve wave, the Coca-Cola wave, and it made it instantly recognizable. Here, yeah. with it being words, you know, the ingredients, I'm not totally 
sure this is as effective in words as it is in brand iconography. Mm-hmm. And, I, and in this particular instance, I'm not sure what you gain by not having the little M. It's neat, but I, it seems like you're unnecessarily causing someone to have to think harder than they should have to to get your, your message. And that's a good point. And I think sometimes uh, we as creatives like to do something just because it makes a statement or, right. you know, because it stands out as different. Uh, and, and I kind of did get the feeling here that, you know, one, they're a little bit jumping on this, you know, logo, no logo brand engine that's going right now, uh, and then just doing it in their own super creative way. So, you know, we'll see if this lasts long term. I, I do think it did exactly what they wanted, which was to get them attention. You know who else I think is going to score? A couple of breakfast brands here. So uh, I seem to remember in our Battle of the Breakfast Brands episode, I think that was season one. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I seem to remember you saying that Cinnamon Toast Crunch was your favorite cereal. Mine is Lucky Charms, but is Cinnamon Toast Crunch yours? It's not my favorite. It, it's Captain Crunch is my favorite. Oh, uh, but Cinnamon man. Toast Crunch is definitely on the list. So okay. it's in my top 10. We're both in luck because Nestle and Dryer's Ice Cream have announced that these brands are rolling out 14 ounce and 48 ounce containers of both cinnamon toast crunch ice cream and lucky charms ice cream and i think the sizes are good because you know the 14 ounce i can give to my wife and daughter and i'll have the 48 ounce container myself (laughs) that's awesome i'm all in this new campaign promoting netflix's hit series sex education we have had a lot of fun with asmr on the show listeners will remember that asmr stands for autonomous sensory meridian response which has been this sort of online craze for a while now. We And it's basically people talking in whispers, tapping, making tapping noises that for some people anyway, it creates a sense of relaxation and calmness. A lot of people swear by it, but it seems like sort of the, the perfect bandwagon for a sex education, Netflix's hit series, to jump on in a promotion. They have this new semi-erotic video with Jillian Anderson. So she does ASMR to promote the show, inviting us to have a brain orgasm before telling us as a warning you may be about to experience a very tingly feeling as well as a general sense of euphoria and ultimate great pleasure she says and then she starts stroking the microphone some of the lines are like grasp firmly onto life's opportunities and uh, slow down pull back and appreciate your surroundings. Oh, it's pretty funny. I think they could have amped up the humor a little bit more in it, but it was a great idea for this particular series. You know, I, I thought it I thought it was well executed and it was pretty funny. Um, I don't know if you paid attention to the the you know, they, they did a lot of little things in the in the video. So, you know, they they have some books on the table and one of them is the state of vulva. Right. So, yes, you know, they just have, you know, just like these little to your point, it could have been more evidential with the humor, but I really enjoyed kind of like the little hidden things throughout the the video, and I thought it was pretty funny. And I thought she did a great job. She's got a good voice for it, and yeah, totally. uh, you know, it doesn't help that you know I probably had a 19 year old crush on her right. when, when she was on X Files. So, so here's here's a question for you: Do you think that we've reached peak ASMR? All right, we're coming up on our second break now. When we come back, it is time for Rick and Rick's loaded questions. So be right back. Welcome to Rick and Rick Roam the World. 
brought to you by Taskin. First up, I thought this was pretty cool, Rick. Focuswire.com is reporting about this new survey it did of more than 1,100 travel marketers from 26 countries. 51% of travel marketers believe that augmented reality and virtual reality have by far the most potential to disrupt travel marketing in the next five years. And I thought, yeah, it should already be happening. I don't know if you've ever done it, but I think it's on YouTube. They do pretty long form videos that are just on the beach that is in that sort of 300 60 degree view and I have put it on and it's like I can feel my blood pressure drop <laughs> just sitting on the beach and and I've thought to myself a million times yes this is the way to market these locations is is let people experience it it kind of reminds me of total recall where Arnold Schwarzenegger wanted to go to another planet to visit it to take yeah. a vacation you know he did this kind of virtual world thing although they were injecting memories in him as opposed to goggles uh it kind of reminds me of that and I bet you people would would be pretty excited about that Jed Setter has a piece this week about eight tips for squeezing everything into your carry-on. One of is at least to consider rolling and not folding. Jetsetter also recommends that you put your rolls of clothes in compression packing cubes. Now, that is no surprise to me because I started using Taskin Duplex compression packing cubes about a year, maybe two years ago, that you pack like 40% more into the same space and definitely worth checking out at TaskinSF.com. And we are back. Rick and Rick rule the world with Rick Matheson and Rick Wooten. And it is time for a load of questions. Rick Wooten is playing in studio. You folks can play at home. And it's just to test your knowledge of some of the latest in marketing, media, and technology. And, and so far, we've talked a lot about junk foods and stuff. And we're going to continue that. Rick Wooten, are you ready to play a load of questions? I'm ready. Number one, which of the following two brands recently teamed up together to launch a new fashion line? A, KFC and Croc, B, Target and Taco Bell, C, Levi's and El Polo Loco, or D, Depends and Panda Express. Which of these have teamed up for a new fashion line? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, I think it was uh, Taco Bell and Target. Is that the, the combo? No, unfortunately it is A. So according to Retail Dive, KFC and Croc have teamed up to launch the Bucket Clog. This wow. year's New York Fashion Week. Now, it is this ridiculous platform clog where it's kind of like a five-inch sole. looks like the top of a bucket of KFC chicken. But but as bad as it sounds, it beats the Colonel Sanders bearskin rug that came out last Valentine's Day. <laughs> so this is, a pardon the pun, a step up, but weird. Question number two. Earlier this week, which of the following casual dining brands says it wants to have you, quote, laughing so hard you pee? A, P.F. Wang's, I mean, P.F. Chang's, B, Yellow River Bar and Grill, C, Applebee's, D, Chili's, or E, Hooters? Which of these wants to have you laughing so hard you pee a little? I guess Applebee's. Good guess, but in this instance, it is D, Chili's. So according to Yahoo Finance, Chili's has launched a new campaign to promote the return of its sizzling chicken or shrimp fajitas to its three for $10 lunchtime menu. Number three, <laughs> which of the following brands is offering people the chance to win a lab-grown 1.53 carat engagement ring? A, Snickers, B, Coca-Cola, C, Pringles, D, Pepsi, or E, KFC? 
Which of these has an engagement ring that you can win? I'm going to I'm going to guess KFC. That would fit perfectly with the theme of this episode, but in this case it is Crystal Pepsi. So, now through March 6, fans have the opportunity to plan their perfect proposal and win an engagement ring that is a 1.53 carat lab-grown alternative diamond made out of real Crystal Pepsi sitting atop a platinum band. This is according to the drum. Pepsi's asking fans to tweet their proposal ideas. The more creative, bold, and unapologetic, the better, using at Pepsi or this hashtag Pepsi proposal and the hashtag contest. And the winner is going to be revealed the week of March 16th. I guess it's just in time for National Proposal Day, which is March 20th. Didn't know that was a thing. But yeah, Crystal Pepsi Diamond Ring. Anyway, look at the time here, folks. we got to be like goalies and get the puck out of here. Until next time, check us out at rickandrick.com for past episodes and links to our Facebook and Twitter profiles. And as always, be sure to come on back to the one show where everybody's name is Rick. And everybody rules the world. 